Broadcasting live from the beautiful Georgia World Congress Center for FinTech South 2023. It's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, broadcasting live FinTech South 2023, celebrating FinTech leaders from around the world. Right now, we have Michael Reed, Division President of Payments for Deluxe. Welcome, Michael. Thanks so much for having me. For the two people out there who don't know, tell us a little bit about Deluxe. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so Deluxe is a 108-year-old business. The founder of Deluxe invented the checkbook. So we say that we're the original payments company. You're the OG. <laughs> I, yes, I lead our digital payments business. So it's my job to find digital solutions for customers, whether it's credit cards, debit cards, you know, paper-based payments, different things like that. But uh, so I'm on a different side of the business. But So um, how's business going? Is this a world that just kind of seems like it's going to keep growing forever? Well, you know, we've done a really good job of getting, you know, some frictionless experiences from consumer to business payments as an ecosystem. And so I'm focusing most of my time now on business to business payments, where it's probably surprising to a lot to realize that 60% or so of businesses still send paper based payments to their customers. Six, to is their, that six, is 60 per 60? Oh. 60. Oh. So just as an example, we process $3 trillion in payments today that originate as paper. Wow. That, that is shocking. Is that shocking to you as someone in the industry that it would still be that high? It was very shocking <laughs> to me when I came to Deluxe. I had been working on the consumer side for a long time, working at, at companies where we were helping businesses, consumers pay businesses, you know, credit cards, debit cards, those types of things. And we, had, as an industry done a good job of getting rid of uh, those paper payments you know quite some time ago so to learn that there's so many out there it's really the next frontier payments and there's a lot of opportunity for all of us to go help businesses better pay each other why do you think it's still like so slow for them to adopt this newer check technology well we've been looking at that quite a lot and you know we, we try to find out what what the job that this piece of paper is doing today that that a digital platform or solution can't do or doesn't do as effectively. So you're a jobs to be done person. I am a jobs to be done. We subscribe We subscribe to the jobs theory or I do and so we deploy that. We deploy that at Deluxe. So the you know the paper check does a bunch of different things or the the process of sending it through the mail rather does a bunch of things. One is as we've been talking to payers that are looking to send money to another business if they don't know that they're ever going to have to send a payment to that provider again, they don't really want to store ACH wire or card information. Mm-hmm. There's some some inherent risk in doing that. And, you know, it's maintenance of those databases and different things. So that's one piece. The other is in many cases, they have to tell the, the recipient what the payment is even for. So if you think about a medical claims payment, you know, if you're out on vacation and you sprain your ankle and you go to the closest clinic, you as a as a you know you'll go you pay your copay. You'll you, do that digitally, you get right? You're out of you get your out of network copay. Well, today when your insurance company settles that claim with your with that provider, they mail the final payment. And the reason that they do that is they don't know if they're ever going to have to pay that person. They need to tell them why it is they're making that payment. So you know they sent a bill for a thousand dollars. They're paying them eight hundred. 
They need to tell them why they're only paying them 800 and they have the address of the clinic. So they stick these things in the mail and, you know, we've got a digital solution. We call it the medical payment exchange that we've done in partnership with, um, with another payments platform provider, Echo Health. And we're working to digitize those payments. So now we notify that provider that they've got a payment coming from this insurance company and how do they want it? And we then maintain those databases of information and send those payments digitally and reduce the, the need for paper in that So case. when they say, how do you want it, does anybody pick check? Well, check is still an option. <laughs> right, but that's, that's an that's, option, but that's is anyone picking normally, that option? No. That's not normally, you know, they're happy with an ACH exactly. or they'll even sometimes want to put it on their PayPal account or what have you. So. Right. It's that's wild. Um, so, so that's part of your job is just to help people make this transition. That is the whole job. That's is the to, whole job is to, to uh, make that you know, sixty we, turn into six. We uh, we obviously <laughs> do uh, you know do what we uh, can. We're, we're privileged to support about seventy percent, seventy six percent of the top three hundred financial institutions in the United States, providing these types of services, and we're bringing digital capabilities to them that help them to provide these types of solutions to their customers, bill pay, different things like that. And it's, you know, it's our job to do a good job with what we've been entrusted with so far, but help them to, to provide better payment options for their consumers and help them educate their consumers so they'll use them. Right. So you, that's a lot of your job is having these conversations to really understand the pain points and understand what it is that job that check is doing in that firm and how you can kind of make that a digital solution rather than a paper solution. That's right. Yeah. So how do you attack a, a conference like FinTech South? How, uh, how do you get the most out of your time here? Well, you know, we, you know, I've been, I've been personally transferred mm-hmm. in and out of Atlanta a couple different times. <laughs> um, my family and I really enjoy uh, being and living here in Atlanta. It's a fantastic city for us and for our industry. There's really only one other market that I'm aware of that has the number of companies that are in payments, and that's London. Um, so Atlanta is in rare air relative to the number of payments companies that operate here, which gives us the opportunity to find, you know, great talent, a great network of, of fintechs and other partners that we might want to package into our solution and and just learn from each other about the different things that are going on. And I like this particular conference because it focuses not just on payments, but it really does focus on technology and how it is that we can deploy technology to solve these different types of problems for our respective customers. Um, so, you know, there's just a there's a lot of great things here. The university system is strong. The way that this industry has rallied to educate the students in the university system on the things that are going on in this space. We just it's a great talent pool. It's a it's a great um, peer group to to be around, and it's you know made up of some really compelling value propositions from these different companies. Now, are you finding young people kind of gravitating to fintech um, as a career, or is it something that you need more folks to uh, to go into? Developers, absolutely. You know, they. I think from a technology perspective, it's a lot easier to explain what a job is if they're, you know, if they're a developer or someone that's coding. You know, we've got the, you know, the we've got the benefit in Georgia of the fintech academy, and the fintech academy helps to educate on the broader on the broader um, ecosystem with payments, whether it's, you know, product managers or, or the different types of jobs that we would need in different, in different companies, product owners, um, you know, all those, all those different types of, uh, of, of roles. 
and how we can bring this young talent in to help us to solve these these you know next generation problems. So it's a great it's a great market uh, for that type of for that type of work. But we do have work to do to keep educating on what this industry is and why uh, companies may want to participate. So any advice uh, for a young person uh, deciding what career path to go in? How would you sell them on uh, pursuing fintech? Well, I mean, if they're in Georgia and they want to and they want to have a, you know, a, an industry that has really been in, be in an industry that's really been embraced by all aspects of the economy here. You know, fintech is definitely that that particular industry. So, you know, if they're in university and they're doing things, they, they probably already have some intellectual curiosity. There's lots of avenues to go educate themselves on what this different stuff is and, and how it works. There's lots of conferences around like um, like these. But, you know, if they're looking for an enduring industry in a growth, in a secular growth um, environment in a fantastic city to, you know, to, to live, this is this is definitely the, you know, where I would be focused if I was... Is there an opportunity um, to bring in some of the the fintech curriculum into lower grades rather than starting in college? Like, can we start doing a better job, maybe sprinkling some, in some of those kind of core competencies earlier on uh, in a, a young person's life, so they can kind of follow that path into this as they you know get older? Well, the fintech academy is already providing curriculum to all the public high schools in the state. So they are starting to see, to starting to see that, and obviously with the, with the Hope Scholarship, um, which is you know a scholarship that's afforded to, you know most all of the students in in the state of Georgia that graduate with a certain GPA and affords them the opportunity to follow in secondary mm-hmm. education. Um, you know, there's a big incentive for Georgia um, natives to stay in Georgia and to get their education in Georgia. So that combination, I think, is an interesting. And then that's good for companies like Deluxe to, you know, access that talent pool. Absolutely. You know, you've got, if you think about even just the city of Atlanta, you've got, you know, you've got Emory University, Georgia Tech, you know, Georgia State, Kennesaw State, and each one of those university systems pull a different type of student. Mm -hmm. And there's something to be, you know, there's some, you know, there's compelling attributes from each one of those different types of universities and the types of students that you may draw, you know, you may draw from a Georgia state student, you know, generally speaking is helping to put themselves through school. So they've got perseverance and grit and they're, you know, they're doing a lot to drive, uh, to drive their personal journey forward. And, you know, you've got uh, Georgia tech where, you know, there it's heavy engineering and you've got that type of mindset there where you've got, um, you know, people that understand how this stuff works and are, you know, dri- are driven by that. So you, you know, then, you know, the other students, that's good for own. companies like deluxe, right? Absolutely. It's great for, <laughs> it's great for businesses like deluxe. So if somebody wants to learn more about deluxe and the opportunities there, what's the website? So deluxe.com, we've got a, got a great website there and, you know, you can check out deluxe and our careers page is there if you're looking for a role and opportunity. Well, Michael, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work, and we appreciate you. All right. Thanks so much for having me. All right. This is Lee Cantor, back in a few at FinTech South 2023.